Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, day 16 of Russia's war on Ukraine. The death toll rises. There are no signs of de-escalation or protection of civilians. In fact, Russia has increased the indiscriminate shelling in many cities. The Russian military convoy, long menacing the capital, Kiev, has repositioned itself, raising the possibility of a coordinated attack. Near the Black Sea, families in a besieged city hunkered down, fearing the worst. Tightening the economic screws on Putin, the U.S. and Europe moved to strip Russia of trade benefits. Banning imports of goods from several signature sectors of the Russian economy, including seafoods, vodka, and diamonds. Winter storm warnings, snow and rain, and powerful winds bear down on the East Coast as a potential bomb cyclone takes shape. West Point cadet tragedy. Paramedics rushed to the scene of a mass overdose. Six West Point students found on the lawn of their spring break getaway. Authorities say cocaine laced with fentanyl is to blame. Child protection or child abuse. An order by Texas's governor threatens parents with child abuse investigations over their decisions to allow medical treatment for their transgender children. And on the road where if you need some inspiration or motivation, we've got the answer a phone call away. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. Tonight, Russian troops attacked airfields in western Ukraine with an eye toward achieving air supremacy. They also poured missiles into an industrial city in the east. A Russian convoy, once stalled outside the capital of Kyiv, has redeployed to nearby towns and forests. Satellite images show artillery has been moved into firing positions. Military analysts fear all this could be a prelude to the encirclement of Kyiv and a punishing siege. The tempo of airstrikes on residential neighborhoods with the inevitable civilian casualties has increased. Among the targets, 
a kindergarten, an apartment complex in eastern Ukraine. Two and a half million refugees have fled Ukraine. Tens of thousands of others remain trapped by artillery and missile blasts. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, starting with CBS's Charlie Daggett in Kyiv. Charlie, good evening. Good evening, Major. It's clear tonight that Russian forces are edging closer to the capital. Explosions are becoming louder and more frequent, and new satellite images show units deploying closer to the city. And it comes as Russian troops advance across the country. Russia widened its punishing military offensive and extended its reach today, unleashing airstrikes and bombarding new cities like Dnipro for the first time since the invasion began. And closed in on areas already in its grip, like some of the suburbs surrounding the capital where residents fled in terror. The snipers have taken over my house, says Valentina, a school teacher. They're shooting in the direction of my son's house, my only son. Preparing for the kind of siege already underway in Ukraine's second largest city of Kharkiv, where Russia, too, has paid a heavy price, evident in the bodies of its soldiers laying face down in the snow. In that horrific airstrike on the maternity hospital in Mariupol, and haunting images of a wounded pregnant woman, we have some good news to share. Mariana gave birth today to a baby girl, Veronica. Hospitals are supposed to be given some level of protection in times of war, an obviously civilian target. Yet the World Health Organization says at least 18 medical facilities have already come under attack. We visited this hospital in the capital today, which out of necessity has become an emergency trauma ward for the war wounded. The windows covered with whatever they've got on hand. Dr. Dimitro Miaskinov says after dark, they shut off the lights too. When the uh, very large shooting, we run from this part a shell-shocked woman shares her harrowing story of coming under attack as she and her family tried to flee. Shrapnel tore through her car, her arm, her leg, even her passport. On their worst day here, they treated 70 patients. There is no guarantee the hospital itself will be spared if Russian troops invade. You would, ne- you would you'd never leave? No. No, I, I stay in my hospital and work to the finish. To the finish? Yes. In addition to investigating attacks on hospitals, the U.N. said today they've received credible reports of Russian forces using cluster bombs and the use of such weapons might amount to war crimes. Major? Charlie Daggett. Thank you. The situation in southern Ukraine is even more dire as the besieged region is the site of some of the most intense fighting of this war. Russia's defense ministry claimed today that the Black Sea port of Mariupol was now completely surrounded. CBS's Chris Livsey traveled to the southern port city of Mykolaiv. In the Black Sea port of Mykolaiv, the cold is blinding. It's also this city's salvation. For now, the snow and fog create low visibility. One of the few things keeping the Russians from attacking. Up ahead, the Ukrainian army can't be so sure. We've just arrived at the airport, which was recently attacked. Just on the other side of this roadblock, several figures are approaching, and we're told they could be Russian soldiers. 
The figures retreated, but the threat is advancing nonetheless. In their effort to cut Ukraine off from vital access to the sea, Russian forces are terrorizing Ukraine's shores all along the south coast to here in Mykolaiv. We meet the mayor, Oleksandr Senkevich, who takes us below a derelict market to a bunker full of women and children. How important is it that the Russians are stopped here? Mykolaiv is, let's say, border between uh, Russians and Western civilization. In this suburb, the air is still thick with soot and ash. Locals say Russian troops have been breaking into homes and looting them. Most residents here fled after the shelling, but Sergei stayed. Are you afraid that they're going to attack again? They'll attack us again and again to demoralize us and sow fear, he says, but they won't succeed. Just a few hours later... Sergei's prediction came true. For yet another night. When will it end? Only Vladimir Putin can say. Chris Livsey, CBS News, Mikolaev, Ukraine. On the economic front of this conflict, President Biden and our European allies are targeting Russia's ability to trade. The president also announced a U.S. ban on several key Russian products. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has more from the White House. President Biden unleashed more American economic firepower today with his pledge to end trade relations with Russia, joining the EU and G7 nations. Doing it in unison with other nations to make up half of the global economy will be another crushing blow to the Russian economy. It's already suffering very badly from our sanctions. The decision means no more imports of Russian goods like seafood, vodka and diamonds, costing Vladimir Putin's regime more than a billion dollars annually. Putin is an aggressor. He is the aggressor. And Putin must pay the price. Today's moves also once again target Russian oligarchs. Now, they can't buy high-end American-made goods like watches, luxury vehicles, clothing, jewelry. They support Putin. They steal from the Russian people. And in a new round of sanctions against those oligarchs, the U.S. is cutting off Putin friend Viktor Vexelberg from his $90 million jet and his $90 million yacht, named Tango. Russia is just the 26th largest U.S. trading partner, but today's moves will further sap the Russian economy. The ruble's value has plummeted. The Russian stock market shuddered. And so far, more than 300 companies from across the world have curtailed operations in Russia, including more than 200 American firms. The president discussed the latest economic moves today with Ukrainian leader Zelensky, while U.S. diplomats tangled with Russian envoys at the United Nations over Russia's false accusations that Americans are developing biological weapons inside Ukraine. We're not going to let Russia get away with lying to the world or staining the integrity of the Security Council by using this forum as a venue for legitimizing Putin's violence. U.S. Ambassador Lindsay Thomas-Greenfield said Russia's lies could be a precursor to justification for their own chemical weapons attacks on Ukraine, prompting this warning from the president. Russia would pay a severe price if they use chemicals. Today, the Pentagon said it could not independently corroborate allegations by Ukraine's defense ministry that Russia is preparing some kind of attack at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, site of that major disaster back in 1986. Major? Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Now to the weather. 
Winter storm warnings were in effect today from Tennessee to Maine. And the East Coast tonight is preparing for a possible bomb cyclone this weekend. Let's bring in Lonnie Quinn with the forecast. Lonnie, good evening. Now, good evening to you, Major. A bomb cyclone, a storm that rapidly intensifies within 24 hours. That's what this is going to do. You've got two pieces that will be merging. Snow right now from Ohio all the way down into Arkansas. That merges with some weather that's putting severe storms down around the panhandle. You'll get snow in Tupelo, Mississippi tonight. And then by tomorrow, you're looking at snow all along the Adirondacks up into northern New England. Severe weather tomorrow will be around the Carolina coast up to maybe the Delmarva. And look at this picture. You only pick up maybe an inch, possibly three inches around the big cities for Washington, New York, Boston. You get inland to the spine of those mountains I talked about. It's a half a foot, maybe a foot of snow. But the problem is it's coupled with some real strong winds. This is that bombogenesis that we're talking about. You get to Saturday, 6 p.m., anywhere from the New York area, Long Island, up into Maine, you've got winds that are gusting at 50 miles per hour. It's coming in from the northwest from the northwest so really cold air what a change we're talking records for all of the towns here philadelphia is 20 degrees sunday morning feels like seven how about knoxville 13 feeling like eight and baton rouge where you go for warmth right it's 31 degrees on the thermometer it feels like 24 so for example in new york city today we were in the mid 50s we will be down to about 21 degrees feeling like five degrees early sunday morning that's the very latest major let's go back to you all that lonnie and snow in tupelo thanks so much there you go Tonight, six West Point cadets are recovering from overdoses on fentanyl-laced cocaine. Two cadets are on ventilators, clinging to life. It all happened while they were on spring break in Florida. Here is Ted Scouten of our CBS Miami station, WFOR. It was a terrifying scene as dozens of paramedics arrived at this Florida vacation home and found four spring breakers passed out in apparent overdoses from cocaine laced with fentanyl. Two others were overcome when they tried to help. Four of those individuals had taken a substance that was believed to be cocaine laced with fentanyl. Uh, when they went down into cardiac arrest, two of their friends began doing CPR and they were exposed from the direct contact of the fentanyl. The overdose victims were West Point cadets who were all rushed to area hospitals. Three remain hospitalized. Today in a statement, West Point says the U.S. Military Academy is aware of the situation and the incident is currently under investigation. Neighbor Elizabeth Fumosa watched in horror as first responders used Narcan to revive the victims. I was really scared. I thought they were, you know, they weren't breathing. I couldn't see their chest moving, but it was really serious. Authorities in Fort Lauderdale say that they are concerned with spring break underway now, that there could be more overdose cases here. Meanwhile, Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue says that just within the last 24 hours, they've responded to 10 opioid overdose calls, many suspected of being fentanyl. Major? WFOR's Ted Scouten, thank you. Tonight, a judge in Texas has temporarily blocked the state from investigating parents who obtain gender transitioning medical care for their children. The governor of Texas had directed Child Protective Services to open the investigations, calling the treatments, quote, child abuse, unquote. Nine cases were opened, and despite tonight's ruling, for many, the damage is already done. Here is CBS's Omar Villafranca. This 14-year-old is the transgender son of Amber and Adam Briggle. They don't want us to use his first name because last week, Child Protective Services showed up at their house to find out if his parents were providing care related to their son's transition. I was in the fetal position on the floor, gripping the floor because the room wouldn't stop spinning. The stakes have never been this high or real for us. 
Last month, Republican Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson issued a legal opinion that said gender-affirming procedures and treatments when performed on children can legally constitute child abuse. Texas Children's Hospital, the country's largest pediatric facility, paused all gender-affirming therapy for children. Republican State Senator Charles Perry agrees with the directive's intent. I'm faced with the welfare of a child that... And, and, and I think the data supports it. That is not mature enough to have these decisions being made for them to understand. In 2016, the Briggles invited Paxton and his wife to their house for dinner to talk about transgender issues. Paxton even took a picture with their son. They know we're not child abusers. They know we're not child abusers. He sat at my table and broke bread with my family and then says that families like mine should not exist. It's a political stunt. This directive is being challenged in court. But for now, the Briggles and other parents of nearly 14,000 transgender Texas teenagers feel their future is up in the air. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Dallas. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Here in Washington tonight, police are investigating a car crash that killed two women and sent six other people to hospitals some with life-threatening injuries. The victims were in an outdoor dining area when an SUV driven by an elderly man plowed into them. Police say the crash was an accident. No word yet on whether the driver will face charges. Gas prices nationwide hit a new record high today, $4.33 a gallon. That's up almost 50 cents since just last week. And starting next Wednesday, Uber is adding a temporary surcharge of 45 cents or 55 cents per ride. Uber says the surcharge is meant to soften the blow of higher gas prices on drivers. The crack of the bat and the thumping of baseballs into mitts happily returned to Major League training facilities today in Florida and in Arizona. The league's 99-day lockout ended last night with a new collective bargaining agreement between the players and the teams. Spring training games start next Thursday. Opening day is just 27 days away if, like me, you're keeping score at home. Have you ever felt that you could use a little pep talk to help make it through the day? You know, asking for a friend. CBS's Steve Hartman has a solution that is straight from the mouths of babes on the road. Here at Westside Union Grade School in Healdsburg, California... We found all the inspiration you'll ever need. Okay, one. Just hit record. Three. If you're feeling deflated, do what you like best. It reinflates you. Pearls like that. Fabulous. Little unscripted motivational gems are being collected and cataloged for this free telephone hotline. Hi, welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by Westside School. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. Go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream and shoes. Whatever your worry, they've got a solution. If you need words of encouragement, press 2. Be grateful for yourself. Whatever your insecurity, they'll restore confidence. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 3. You can do it! 
The hotline is the brainchild of teachers Ashera Weiss and Jessica Martin. They thought family and friends might enjoy calling the number, but... There's no way you could have imagined what happened. No, it was very shocking. Pep Talk is now getting up to 9,000 calls per hour, roughly half a million total and counting. It turned into a big thing. Spread all around the world. I was not expecting it to go this viral. Miss Jessica is really good at making a hotline. I don't think it's her. I think it's you guys. Okay. People in our school did a great job. They sure did. You guys gave a gift to the world. And the teachers say it's more than those messages. Adults support children, but we don't really celebrate how much they support us. Mm -hmm. And to be able to be comforted by them gives us great hope that maybe we're all going to be okay. And if you ever doubt that, you know who to call. Steve Hartman on the road in Healdsburg, California. So if you need some inspiration, head to our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram pages at CBS News for more information about this hotline. You can do it. Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests include White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. And remember, if you can't watch live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell. I'm Major Gare of the nation's capital. Have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.